You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, everybody. Hello, horny men, horny women, horny people, everyone here listening. This is your horny housewife, the horny housewife. I'm here with a special guest today. She is big Leo energy. She's funny as fuck. She's unfiltered. And she is here to tell us her story. I've got juicy fucking questions. And let's get into it. Here she is. So I am with Lauren. And I just gave a little intro about her. Hi, Lauren. Hello. I want, we want to hear your story today. So let's start. I've teased you for a couple of episodes. Tell me how old you were and like your whole beginning of your first marriage. Well, I was the ripe old age of 25 when I decided that I needed to get married. That's that's a lot of girls. Yep. I went to yeah. like 17 weddings that summer and uh, had just broken up with a long-term boyfriend. And I knew that if I did not get attention, that I would go back to said yeah. boyfriend. Yeah. Who was also a Leo and it was pretty tumultuous. Yes. So I, I decided... you were a Leo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I decided to go find that attention. And this was when... Internet dating was kind of on the newer side. Ironically, my mother and I were on match at the same time. Kind of makes you want to puke. <laughs> Have to narrow down those age limits. Um, did you like, did y'all go on dates? Yeah, oh, right. Yeah, I talked about the match, Ugh. guys. Did you pay? You no. Pay? Okay, match was free. Match okay. was free then. I mean, this is the dark ages, obviously. Pretty people don't pay. Yeah, pretty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Girls don't have to pay for the sites you should. Don't pay for this. Um, so I decided, and I have a pretty um, strong personality, mm-hmm. and I decided that, again, if I did not get attention, and a lot of it, I would go crying back to this guy and do what we always did and get back together. So I set up 20 dates in 20 days. So this was like intention here. Oh, oh, absolutely. I yeah. was husband hunting. So how quickly in those 20 dates, like when, what number was he in the 20? He was number 19. No fucking way. You can no fucking way. <laughs> and people's favorite question is always, did you go on date number 20? Did, oh, did you go on date number 20? I did. And I remember going out with this guy and thinking like, nope, no chemistry. And I remember it like it was yesterday. I ran and I got in my little black Honda Civic. And it was pouring down rain in downtown Portland. And I called my friend, my best friend and roommate. And I said, 
okay, I just left the date. And she goes, how was it? And I go, it was horrible. And she goes, yay, we could focus on 19. <laughs> it was 19. Was 19 the hottest? Did um, you fuck any of these guys on the first date? No, I don't do that. <gasps> okay, yeah. I'm surprised. I, mean, well, I guess I'm just surprised. I guess I didn't. <laughs> okay, you didn't. Um, back in that day, I was still like, counting how many people I had slept with like that was okay. a thing yeah for me yeah. and then the number just and <laughs> yeah so then I would so my thing was like I would like repeat people because then I was like well that's not a new number uh-huh. that's just that was like number four and he can be number seven too but he's just number four forever yeah forever forever so uh yeah I w- and what was his name his name your, your ex I'll call him your ex-husband oh okay. his name is Ken okay so Ken and was it instant twin flame? Were you like, I'm going to marry this guy? Like, like what made you fall in love with him? Yeah, so we, our first date was in October of 2009. And I came home that night and told my roommate, I'm going to marry him in the summer of 2011. <gasps> okay. And okay. I married him in July of 2011. When did you have sex with him? Like, how long until you had sex with him? Oh, like, probably a couple dates. Nothing crazy. And was it badass sex at that point? Um, I mean, it was what, from what I knew it enough was to keep you going. Good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You weren't like weird or like what the fuck is up or no. Like it was fine. Were your drives always compatible at that time. Pretty much. I mean, I was younger, so you know, I was I was pretty easy to please, honestly. It was, okay. And then, how long when you were dating to, till he proposed? So I badgered him to death for uh, every day from October. So a year, a year. A year. Almost exactly a year. He took me to... Did your family like him? My family loved him. He was almost 13 years older than me. <gasps> oh. So that was kind of like a thing, but not really... That's a hot thing, in my opinion. Yeah, like at that? 25 and 37, almost 38, it was like, oh, look at my very mature yeah, boyfriend. Yeah. Fast forward 10 years, and now you're almost 50. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, Not yeah. the same. Not exactly <laughs> the same feel. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we... I bugged him and I posted pictures of rings all over our place. We moved in together after six months. You're like, uh, rings, rings, rings. Okay. Did you have any reservation before you got married? Were there any like things in your head? So many girls, I hear them say, uh, the things that I was worried about, like the reservations I had before marriage were the same things that were the downfall of our marriage. Did you have that or no? You know, I always thought that I needed the opposite of me and Ken was the opposite. He's very quiet and down to earth and I felt like I needed somebody to ground me Yeah, because I am... The yin and yang. Yes, I am very pie in the sky and eternal optimist and just like, it'll work out and I'm just going to do what I want to do and life will work out. Preach. He was the opposite and I really thought that's what I needed. Um, And so I really didn't have a lot of reservations. I was just like, everyone was like, oh, Ken is so perfect for Lauren because he just lets her steal the show and blah, blah, blah. And like, he just lets her do what she wants. And I'm like, well, I'm an adult, but okay. Yeah. And I didn't, I really wasn't worried about it. I also, again, was on a mission. I wanted to get married and have a baby. Like the the narrative or like the husband, you thought that would make you happy? Yeah. Or, Mm -hmm. okay. And were you happy at that time, at that point? Um, I mean, that we got married? Yeah. I think so. I think I was very naive, too. Um, I think that we didn't know each other well enough. And how old are you now? uh, 36. 36. So this was 11 years ago. So I got married, yeah, 10 years ago. It would be our 10-year anniversary this summer. Oh, wow. And did y'all, what were y'all's issues? Like, everybody fights or, like, marriages, you know, you have to try at it, water it. What were y'all's issues, if you don't mind me asking? Well, if I minded you asking, I'm probably (laughs) not, shouldn't be be here. here. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, so he and I are 
I kind of say that people have different frequencies. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm a very, like, again, I'm not trying to be boastful here, but I am just a very, like, I want my life a certain way. I'm a very high frequency person. I do want the nice house and the nice cars and the nice vacation. Mediocre isn't for you. Yeah. And he was like, why are you always on to the next? Like, the second Insatiable? you get the new car, you want you know, the new house and then you get the new house and you want to upgrade the kitchen and then you upgrade the kitchen and you want, and, and, you know, honestly, I felt like, why am I defending who I am? I don't, Mm -hmm. I don't know how to change that. I don't, not sure that I want to. And I spent a lot of time trying to suppress that and be happy and be okay with me being the breadwinner, which was also something that you were the breadwinner in this relationship. Absolutely. Oh, I didn't know that. So that was hard. Did that make you look at him like he was a bitch boy? Yeah. Honestly, it made me feel when we got together, he was making more money than me. So I guess I should preface it with that. Then I continued to make more and more and evolving, growing, yeah, growing in my career. And I realized that that just wasn't important to him. And he would be totally fine making his X amount of dollars and clocking in and clocking out and doing his job. He was fine. Nine to five, simple life. And you were like, I want to escape. I want something different. And it also made me feel like if you're going to resent me for wanting these things, then I don't really want to get them for you. Oh yeah. Resent you. So he wasn't your cheerleader. No, not at all. Like he would be like, Oh, good job. If I got this, but then he'd be like, well, let's put it towards retirement. Why do you need a new this or a new that? And I was like, well, because I'm 13 years younger than you. I was you. like, and that's silly towards retirement I'm not gonna, at this age. And he would talk about it like, well, when I retire. And I'm like, bro, you have you. to have money to retire. <laughs> yeah. This isn't a magic age anymore. You yeah. have to have money. So if you're thinking about retiring and you think I am going to work my ass off so that you can sit around and like watch golf or something, that yeah. is not happening. No bueno. No brain. Okay. So what point in your marriage was that, or was that the point? Did you have to, did you go enough is enough? And double question in one, when you started having an affair, did, was that, did you intentionally step out? Were you like looking for that or what did it stumble and like zero fucking judgment on my end? I just want to know. Um, no, I wasn't looking, um, I don't know if you know this, but that he okay. cheated on me. I did not know that. At my mom's wedding. Oh, oy vey. When I had a two and a three-year-old. And we actually got legally divorced after that. So oh, that was okay. August. Uh, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. So this is rev- uh, revelation for me. Okay, so he cheated on you when your kids were two and three. Mm-hmm. And you found out. I found out. He didn't tell you. You found out. No, my mom's brand new husband walked out and saw them laying together on their deck. Like they got married at their beautiful house. Oh, a wedding fucking guest? Yeah, my mom's a dentist. Oh my God, I would show up at the... I would leave so many reviews on Yelp about that bitch. I was... Yeah, it was pretty bad. And I... Oh my God. I kicked him out that day. It was August. I filed for divorce. I did all the paperwork myself. We went through all the classes. We were divorced in December. And then you got back together. And then we got back together. OMG. So was that like a parenting thing? Like you wanted the family unit? Because so many women are like, we'll do whatever it takes to keep the mom-dad-kid unit. Absolutely. We had the boy and the girl and the, you know, dog and the cat. And we were just this perfect... On paper. Quote-unquote perfect suburban family. And when I went to go date, because, again, I need attention. So the first thing I did was run out and date, which 
should not have done in retrospect, but you couldn't have told me then and you couldn't tell me now. So Uh I went out and I dated and I realized how hard it was to trust somebody with your babies. Like these are my babies. And I remember I showed a picture of my kids. I never introduced anybody to them. And I showed a picture of my kids to this guy who we had dated for a month or two and we were like going to Sonoma for the weekend. And I said, oh, look at my daughter. Isn't she cute? And he goes, I mean, I don't know her. I don't know what you want me to say. Oh, I and I like, was like, knife to my heart. Yeah. Like, what the fuck am I doing? Totally. I was, I was totally. like, uh, you could just be a normal human and say she's cute. Like, what's your problem? He didn't have kids, did he? No. That's why. And he was very self-involved. And he was like, oh, I want to marry you. And then we'll have our own kids. And I was like, whoa, no. Yeah. Like, that whole attitude is not. And that was our flight home. And I swear I was like ready to pull the emergency exit and just jump yeah. out. And I remember when I landed, I was like, I'm just going to take an Uber home. And then I was like, oh, he has a really nice car. So yeah. I'll, just, I'll just let him drive me home. One but then time. I'm not talking to him. You want to eat me out one more time and that's <laughs> like, it. Out of here. And I remember I pulled my suitcase up to my front door and he goes, all right, I'll see you tomorrow. And I was like, You're no, you I'm won't. dead. You'll never see me again. Bitches and ghosts. I never saw him yeah. again. <laughs> I died and passed away. Okay, so tell me how... You met your now fiance with her beautiful ring. So how did you (laughs) meet him? Okay, so we met actually in college. So um, we met. Did you not know that? I know. I knew that. I forgot. (laughs) So you had known him. So did y'all ever talk while you were married to Ken? Yeah. I mean, if you look back at our Facebook, he would comment on stuff. We had boys a week apart. We would talk and I would say, oh my gosh, that looks great. Did you ever be like, I want to fuck that dude? No, no, never. Um, never thought of him like that at all. I just thought he was just this really nice guy. Like he picked my mom and I up at mom's weekend in college. He was that guy. He was just a nice guy. Apparently he had had a crush on me in college and I did not know that. Okay. Um, so for him, it's like history. Yeah, Yeah. I guess. Um, and so then he just reached out and said he lived a couple hours away and he said, I'm going to be in town in Portland once a week for my new job. I'm reaching out to like all my old friends. And he did. He reached out to like a couple of my sorority sisters that we were mutual friends. Just wanted to see if you wanted to grab dinner sometime. And that was like in. And so wait, just to clarify, he was married at this time. He was married. And so did you know that? Yes. And you were married. Mm -hmm. And how did he know it was okay to say that? We were truly like, he was just like, I just want to see my friends. And yeah. I was oh, like, okay, okay, awesome. So that was like June, maybe June or July of 2010. That was no, not 2010. Jeez. Whew, no. I was like, we're in 2021, 2018. Okay. Yeah. Big difference. <laughs> I'm like, no, my kid wasn't even born And then that. how, so you went to dinner with him and was it, was that it? Was that like, I want to fuck him? Well, it was funny because we he contacted me in June. We did not go to dinner until November. Okay. So we talked a lot and we realized we had both have like really stupid senses of humor and we're both like obsessed with ridiculous shows like The Office and Parks and Rec and yeah. we would quote it back and forth to each other and all this stuff. So when we finally were going to dinner, I said to him, hey, I don't know what's happening in my marriage. Like, I don't know what's happening in yours, but this is flirting with like, like a fair style, like even yeah. before we met. And I said, so if you want to meet as friends... I will meet you as a friend. I do not want, like, I don't know. I don't want any expectations. I don't know what this is. And Okay. And what did he say to that? He was like, I completely respect that. He's like, I'm in a roommate situation. I was separated from my wife last summer, and I came back for the kids, and we are 
not doing well. And he said, I'm not going to lie. I'm attracted to you. I've always yeah. been. And if you decide that you're going to end things with your husband, I better be the first phone call you make. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChumpaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And how did you feel? Okay. And I was just like, okay. So we met on November 28th. 2018 and then where did it go from there like when when did it become you were romantically involved and was like that night in his car oh okay there you and then after the sex we're after and we didn't have sex we were like very close but he's a very big person and the car was small (laughs) the car was a little too tiny but when you drove home that night so how did it feel when you left like when you left that night and you were in the when you drove home how did you feel after y'all had that little rendezvous in your car in his car um i was honestly really shocked i had never thought of him like that and all of a sudden he was like it was this crazy chemistry and i was like am i just drunk like yikes I need to go home and go to bed and my friends always say like how weird is it that your husband didn't mention that you like I put on my calendar dinner with him so he didn't see I was that was gonna lead up to like was there any like did Chris ever fucking know I mean not Chris that's Ken okay Ken sorry Chris is your now yes your man now okay uh Ken did he ever have any clue sign question where you like a hot like, oh shit I almost fucking got caught? Um, I don't think so because he was so checked out. Like we were very yeah. like he would come home and he would go downstairs and watch TV, and the second he got home, I would walk upstairs and go get in bed and text Chris. So do and you watch think TV. he was ever cheating? No, I think he's honestly too complacent. Like that would be too much work. Yeah, yeah, okay. I don't think yeah. he needed it. There are guys it. like that. There are really fucking dudes like that. Yeah, I don't think he needed it. I don't think he did. I That's don't, so, yeah. Yeah, okay. So the sex, your sex life with your ex compared to the sex life night and day? Night and day. Night and fucking day. And I'm yep. sh- assuming you're really fucking happy. Yeah, no. With the one you have totally now. different. Was there any time when during the affair when that you ever questioned it and were like no i want to work things out with ken while you're with chris we were honestly we were really horrible to each other that whole year chris and i okay okay because we would say i would be like you're never gonna leave your wife stop calling me like hit me back when you leave her i'm not gonna be that girl i'm not gonna you know like i'm not gonna be that rom-com like no thank you You'll never leave her. And then, or she would post a picture of them together on Facebook and I would lose my fucking mind and like text oh him. Oh my God, I don't even think about that. I'm like, what do you do when like you have to see like the 
the family photos or like the things they're just putting this because I mean you probably had to do that with Ken oh, all yeah. the time yep so do you have like grace when you see that you're like okay well I have to do that he has to do that I mean I didn't have grace yeah. that's not like a strong suit of mine <laughs> not the best word choice <laughs> uh I flipped out a lot and he would get pissy with me and we would and we would go back and forth and we kept saying how weird it is to fight with somebody because you want to be with them, not yeah. because you don't want to be with them. Oh, I can feel you. Cause on you that. want to be with them. That oh. was so bizarre. Um, and we really. went back and I mean, this was, we spoke from sun up to sundown for a year. What's his sign? If you don't mind me asking. He's a Taurus. A Taurus. Okay, Taurus and the Leo. I'm going to Google that later. It's probably a fucking nightmare. But So when did that toxicity evolve? Into what happened? Like the talk of the fighting. Like, okay, so, oh, okay. Chris's wife. So he was married. Did she find out? Like, did she ever know? How did this all come Unravel. to a head? Tell us the yes. unraveling. Um, Let's sit and drink for this. So, yes. Uh, so it was a year into it, just over a year. And uh, Chris and I were still talking, and I was actually going on a trip to Egypt. Like, so random. But uh, my mom and I were going to Egypt, and I had messaged Chris and everything. And, of course, I love my Apple products that yeah. all connect to each other. Oh, God, I love snooping on my husband because yeah. he's so stupid. Uh, technology. He's, <laughs> uh, so. He doesn't listen to Eddie. Oh, who? Your my husband. husband. Oh, no. He says he is. He, I do not want to. I asked him. I go, can I exploit our whole, my whole life and our sex life? He's like, sure. He's like, I don't want to listen. It's kind of like your journal. I just don't yeah, want to. I respect that. So, yeah. So, yeah, we. Um, I was on a, you know, 20-hour flight to Egypt, and I am... Um, messaging we used chris and i used facebook messenger not text because that was like less traceable yeah, or something yeah. i don't know oh girl i can help you out <sighs> yeah we <laughs> so bad we so we would message each other and it was very like you know x-rated stuff at mm-hmm. sometimes yeah um so i get to egypt and he's on your fucking ipad and he's on my computer at home oh. quote showing the kids pictures old pictures on my computer. No, he was snooping. Yeah. And I was like, mm. but also when you're like caught like that. So he. You're like, I can't lie. Uh, 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 yeah. uh. So we finally get to the hotel in Cairo. But it was it so like a, he wasn't blindsided. And he acted like he was. And I was really surprised. I was like, really? Like, Excuse moi? Yeah. I'm like, uh, okay. Why do some men think we're just supposed to be like their mom okay really quick introspective question bunny trail really quick because i'm add did ken's mom and dad were they married did they stay married yeah okay and was it a separate lives marriage and like i don't know his dad died before i met him oh okay so but they but his mom never dated again pushover is she a pushover no she i think she wore the pants in the family and he and but his you're dad leo was the strong energy yep. so i feel like he maybe was repeating a cycle yep and he, like I said, he would have been married to me to the day I died. Oh, he would have God. been Don't totally you punch fine. Those? And now it's so it's what has happened now has made him realize that that wasn't what he wanted. But yeah. he did not he didn't know, understand that. Didn't pursue it. Like the lack of self awareness. But 
you wanted to grow and evolve. Did you ever express to him why you were unhappy? Oh, yeah. So before I met Chris, I would cry and beg him, like, please, like, love me. Like, what can I do to make you love me? And he would be like, we would leave parties and he would go, I don't get why everyone thinks you're so funny. And I would say to him, I don't. Because I fucking am, motherfucker. (laughs) And I would say to him, like, I don't get why I married the one guy that doesn't. Yeah. Like, I am so confused. Like, he would be like, like, I would be chatting up people at a party. Is he like your dad in any way? Uh, My dad's, my dad is, no one's like me. Like, is there any daddy issue in this? Okay. I was Because I always go back to, like, my daddy issues. Oh, I'm sure I do. I have a dad who is, like, he not a huge part of my life. And then I had a stepdad who, like, abandoned us for, like, drugs and alcohol. So, But I feel like I'm like you and the, like, I want someone to do, like, like to. I want somebody who, like, Tinkerbell. I'm going to fucking die without the attention. I'm the princess. Like, (laughs) please. Like, and I'm not, like, not giving it back. But you go work hard. Yeah, I work hard. I work all the time. So, um, yeah, we, uh, he's just. In his own world, he found the stuff. He called me at 2 a.m. Cairo time. I just, like, laid my head down in the hotel. And he said, are you in love with someone else? And I'm like, holy shit. Uh-oh. I was like. Some of his Xanax at 2 a.m. Yeah, I was like, my mom is in the bed, like, next to me. Like, the queen oh. bed over here. There's, like, two queen beds. And I'm like, oh, my God. And I'm like, uh, what do I say, right? So I FaceTime him because I'm like, I don't know what to do. It's it's 2 o'clock in the morning. You're palsy I'm, for FaceTime. I'm like, diarrhea, bye. Oh, no. See, I'm, I'm like, a, I have to face it right then or okay. I will never, okay. ever think of anything else. And so I FaceTimed him. I'm standing on the balcony at our hotel looking over the Nile River in Cairo. And I am like, I Here it is. It's like know. a goddamn book. Yeah. Lauren, write a book. And I was like, I'm in BFE. You know how people say that? Bub, fuck, Egypt. Yeah. Literally. Literally yeah. in BFE, this man has my children across the world, right? Like, you know, I don't think he would ever do anything, but everybody says that before they, you know, throw their kids off a bridge or something. No one ever saw that coming. Yeah. So I was like, uh, so I called him and I said, listen, and my first words were like, we just like the same TV shows. Like that, that was like what I led with was just like, and he was like, are you serious? You're cheating on me because I don't want to watch The Office. And I was like, well, I find you very strange that you don't like The Office. And he didn't like Seinfeld. And these were all red flags. Why is I not seeing this? But um, yeah, I basically said, I will make it work with you. Okay. Wow. Okay. This is like, I'm like, whoa, okay. I thought the story was over. Okay. No, it is not. It is not. Nope. I am nothing if not a trier. <laughs> so I am like, you're, you're speaking to my heart. I'm loving hearing this. I really am. So I said, I, I will cut it off with him. I need you to do me a favor and I need you to not look at the messages. Like from now on, because I need like, to do have, you want to hurt? Yeah. I was like, I need to have a conversation with him. Yeah. And I need you to not look. And he was like, OK, because why did he OK? Why did he fuck the dentist? Like, was he just drunk and sloppy or was he feeling a void? Did he feel a void in the marriage? Like, did he ask you for something that you couldn't give? Or no, he was like, if you could just be happy, we'd be happy he, if you had the issues. No, he told her because she told me. That he was complaining about how young I was and how we didn't see eye to eye on things. Then why the fuck did he go after a young girl? Exactly. That's just bullshit. Because he wanted just... kids. I was a young uterus. That's I'm absolutely convinced that's why. Um, so anyway, I said, um, we will make it work. This is the first day of a 10-day trip in Egypt. I mean, Egypt, right? I'm so stoked nice to be there. You had nine days to like 
Who saw that? Or no, no, girl, I had nine days to like obsess about it. I'm ball, sorry. Like uh, ruined your trip. We're going back to Egypt in 2022 because yeah. it was ruined. Hell yeah. I mean, it was fun. My mom and I had a great time. Great guide. Pyramids are great. But you should you go see this, them. Like this in the back of your head, this big elephant. It wasn't in the back of my head. It was in right the there. front of my face. The elephant's all the time. asshole was teabagging yes. you. Yes. He was teabagging yes, you. Yes, absolutely. All day, every day. Okay, so tell us what happened when you got home and had to deal with it. Yeah, so I had told Chris basically to go fuck himself and to that he was in Egypt again. I had told him, don't talk to me. You While are, you were in Egypt, yes. you said don't. Oh, okay. Like right after this conversation with Ken. And he was like, you have but to block why? him why on everything. Why was that your first instinct? I because Ken said, kids. you have to block everything. And my first instinct was my kids. Yeah, kids. it was literally like I and my mom was like. Why do we do that as women? <sighs> Is that a rhetorical question? I don't know. Because do we have, do any of us have the answer? No, because there are people like we made them with our bodies or, you know, you love them. Or even if you didn't make them with your bodies, you love them. And but they're, they're just so these innocent little things. Hardwired in us as women to believe a broken like the words broken family and the stigma around that but i mean like what i don't know even what i'm trying to get at yeah that that's better than yeah yeah that, that that's better that's the best way for the child because i believe like i get messages all the time on my tiktok that's where most men submit questions to me i get countless messages that say the exact same thing I'm in a loveless marriage for 23 years. Not going to get divorced because I have the kids. That was the listener question last week. I get that once a week easily. It's like why people just choosing not to search your own house. It's a horrible example for the kids, I think, to stay in a really toxic or checked out separate lives, loveless marriage. Because you, your kids, the chances of them repeating that cycle are great. Absolutely. Absolutely. And honestly, at that point in my life, I was like, my kids are on the opposite side of the fucking world. If this guy just disappears, which again, I didn't think he would do that, but you never know. Yeah. And so I was like, I'm going to fix this. And my mom was like, Lauren, you either you just need to pick. You just need to pick a lane and stay in it. Because my mom knew about the affair the whole time. So I'm like, was she supportive? She was like, she a badass. Well, she was like, I mean, Ken and I never got remarried legally. Oh, she was like, I mean, if he wanted to marry you, he should have asked you. She's like, I don't think you're doing anything wrong. You're not married. Like she was just like, "Mm, okay, probably team Lauren and Ken wasn't impressing her. Yes. And my mom is team Lauren. A hundred thousand percent. She's my biggest cheerleader. I love that. So she was like, you know what? You just got to figure it out. So I remember I walked out of the concourse at PDX and he just bawled. And I have, he does not show a lot of emotion usually, cried his eyes out. Is he an Aquarius, if you don't mind me asking? He's a Pisces. So we went and basically I cut Chris off. I blocked him on everything, text, email, social media, whatever. Blocked him on everything. And Ken and I spent basically, it was like December 12th through January 12th. Of Of what year? Was this 2019? Okay. I got to keep up with the time. Yep. 2019. So a year after it started and we spent a a month of Ken basically said, I can't trust you and I'm going to follow you everywhere you go. Fun. That sounds yeah. fun. Mm-hmm. And it's really. Did he uh, start fucking you more at least? Uh, yeah. I mean, he was definitely trying. Yeah. Out of yeah, jealousy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably getting off to you talking about it. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> like I went on TV for a segment and he 
came with me because he did not trust me to like drive to the that studio. That sounds miserable. And back. Though. And like he tracked where I was. And like I went and got a pedicure. He got a pedicure with me. Like, and I am That's a smothering. Oh, no. And I am like an ultra independent person. Like I'll go to dinner by myself. I'll go to a movie. I don't care. Did you ever sit him down and go, sweetie, this is the wrong way? No, because I was like, I you fucked felt bad. up. Like you felt bad. I'm the monster. He cheated on you before too. Yeah. I mean, Did I you just... do that after he cheated? What? I mean, did you do... No, I divorced what? him the, that day. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, I mean, no. But yeah, I just said, you know, I was like, okay, I just got to do this. Like, if he would have let... What if he would have found out and been like, we are fucking done? Would you have begged at that point in Egypt, worried about the kids? No. Okay. No. Okay. I don't think I would have. Yeah. I don't think you would have either. Just talking to you right now. <laughs> no, I don't think I would have. Um. So, anyway, we got through the holidays, which was awful. And I was about to say a miracle. Probably. It was so bad. And my mom knew what had happened. My sister, I think my sister was in Australia with her boyfriend that Christmas. So it was just like extra shitty. Everything would just sucked. And I just remember staring at my phone, like wishing, wishing that Chris. Chris would text me, but then knowing that I had like blocked him. So like he actually couldn't text okay. me. And so uh, Christmas comes and goes, New Year's comes and goes. And a friend of mine, last minute invites me to a comedy show at the casino up here. Okay. Like January 13th or This 14th. is so crazy because now we're getting like closer to like real time. I know. It's exciting. Know. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> so uh, a couple days before the comedy show, I open up my work email and I have an email from Chris. You're a wonderful storyteller, P.S. Keep going. Well, thank you. Yeah. You open up an email. I opened up an email and it just said Monday on it. And it was like, now that I know why. You're like, I'm wet. Yeah. He made it like an innocuous (laughs) word because he didn't want it to stand out. But he, to me, it was like, wow, he found a way to reach me because he emailed my work email. Yeah. um, Which is public. So people can email me. And Screaming from a mountaintop that he loves you. Yes. And basically said, um, hi, I know that you don't want to hear from me, but I need to say this. I've left my wife. I moved. Wow. Big. Mm-hmm. Right? Because he could have been the totally opposite. Yep. He clung to the bitch. And I he said, I don't. rejected by you. Yep. And I said many times, I don't want you to leave for me. I want you to leave for you. And then if we end up working out, that's great. But you don't leave for me. You know, it makes, makes me think about, though, like you blocked him. And that was kind of a really pivotal moment of how it could have gone down. And so many men. Okay. So, so many women, my friends I talk to, like a man won't display what you mean to them like it's all talk and like clear example like chris showed you like he didn't know you were gonna block him maybe maybe he he knew what y'all had and he's like she'll i feel that but he still left his wife without talking to me without talking to you that's big so he said um i've left my wife i got a job in portland I've moved to Portland, so now he's two he's hours like, closer. I'm getting you. And and he said, I got a job. I moved to Portland. This is like a fair. This isn't normal, though. I It was crazy. This is like a rom-com. It you was. manifested the rom-com. I can show you the email. <laughs> this is like. I still have it. Ladies, PSA, if you're married and unhappy, this might not be your ending. So. This might not work out. He oh, might just be on adult fuck, fu- adult fuck finder, yeah, adult friend finder. finder. He might just fuck you and go right back to his wife and six kids. But right. Here, okay, keep going. <laughs> yeah, so his email was basically like, <laughs> I 
will love you until like the end of time. He's like, no one will ever compare to you and I will wait for you until almost cried we are like stardust together. <laughs> like literally just this most beautiful email. And I <laughs> I can't read this, right? Because I'm I'm Ken is following me everywhere I go. So I can't really even like read this Did email. Did you ever want to punch Ken? Yes. <laughs> Lots of times. So the best part is that I couldn't talk to anybody obviously with Ken around and so okay. I'm in the McDonald's drive through getting my large Diet Coke with extra ice uh, which is a dollar oh eight in Washington State and I always have that in cash and change um and I'm reading the email to my best friend on the phone crying uh, through the McDonald's drive through while I'm handing this guy my money uh, and the guy's like what is wrong? Like, they know me there. He's like, Lauren, are you okay? And I'm like, it's on the house. Yeah. And I'm like, here's my dollar away. <laughs> and like, it was so, and my best friend goes, well, shit. And I'm like, uh-huh. Yeah. I don't, I don't know well, what I'm going to do. Like, yeah. this is. How old were you right brutal. now? I'm 36 right now. No, no, no. Not right now. How old were you right now in the story? This is last, this is 2019. I know. This is crazy. This is crazy. Okay. Yeah. So this was like 30, 35, 34, 30 almost 39. Okay. I don't know. I can't wow. do math. You're hard. breaking down crying. The unravel has happened. Yeah. So um, I sit on it for a, a couple of days and then we go to Tiffany Haddish up at LNA. No fucking way. Yep. And I, go, I remember we live like five minutes from this. I remember when that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Cray. So we went up there, and this is obviously pre-COVID when you could, like, lick people. So yeah. it was amazing. I and still want to lick people. I'm yeah, I can't wait. Yeah. I can't wait. All right. So we were at the show with uh, three other women and I, and we were drinking a ton. And we stayed late, and I basically just got drunk with my friends. And we took an Uber home. And this is about 2 o'clock in the morning. After I directed the Uber driver to drive us through the Taco Bell drive-thru. Yeah. Oh, and then my... Uh, I know. It sounds <laughs> And then my friend in the back seat was like spilling tacos all over this guy's car. And I was okay. like, like, this is under my Uber account. Yeah. I don't want to uh, get... It's me. That's yeah. going to get the one star. Yeah. I don't want to... <laughs> I don't want a one star. Come on. <laughs> and at that point, you know, like the drunk dial, right? So I called oh, him. Okay. Yes. At two uh, o'clock in the morning, like on a Thursday... And that's who you want to fuck, who you're calling. Yep. And he uh, answered the phone. He's like, he, yes. No, and I guess okay. he told me later that he had put like a special ringtone for my phone number. So if I ever called, he would like. It's Evanescence it. Run. No, it was like <laughs> Harry Potter. And I was like, oh, God. Such a dork. Um, but he had to was be like, aloof. Okay. Had to be. Yep. Be smooth. And he said he woke up and he was like, I wasn't watching Harry Potter. And he looked over and saw his phone number. And he answered the phone and said, are you okay? Oh. Because, like, it's 2 o'clock in the morning on a Thursday. Like, why are you? It hasn't spoken to you. It hasn't spoken to me in a month. Yeah. And we used to speak every five seconds. And I said, no. He was, like, grieving you at that point. Yes. Yeah. And he was living with friends, like, in Portland. Like, got his new job. Like, trying to figure Mission out what he was Mission to get Lauren do. back. And he said, are you okay? And I said, no. And I was crying. And I said, I miss you. And I just hate this. And he was like, I miss you too. So yeah. he was like, listen, like, I know you're out with your friends. Like, you're obviously drinking. Like, thank you so much for calling. Like, you know, and I was like, I'll call you back. Yeah. So I ended up calling him back. Um, and then we texted real quick and said, like, okay, let's meet up. And, like, we need to talk. So I had a, like, 
volunteer opportunity that was only women. Hell yeah. And Ken If there wasn't one, I was going to create one. But I was already part of the group, so like it it stood. So I told Ken like, hey, I have to go to this thing. I told Chris, you can meet me like right here at this bar, right next to the place where I'm going to... I actually did have a volunteer opportunity, but I blew it off. And I met Chris at the bar. Sorry, bitches. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, oh, there's an emergency. Yeah. And I met with my vagina. Yes. (laughs) I met Chris at the bar at noon. And we were like the only people there. And I remember I walked in and we saw each other and we both just burst into tears. And I. That's like it wasn't double sided. Like it was like to. That's why I feel like it's kind of like a little bit of a fairy tale because like. We both felt as strong. Yes. People get fucked over. Absolutely. You know, like this wasn't a Khloe Kardashian, Tristan Thompson situation. I mean. This was two people that were in love with each other. Yeah. I would take her ass, but that's about it. So. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No. And that's the thing is I always said was that we really were. It really was an equal balance of like. I mean, probably unhealthy amount of like obsession with each other. Let's be honest. That's probably what made it so strong. Yeah. Like, and lasting. So we met at noon, right? Okay. I told Ken like, you know, the volunteer thing was like twelve to three or something. Um, I got home at, like eleven. Like we sat there and talked for ten. So hours. Ken at this point is like, my she is. He's like texting me. Chris is balls up. deep in my wife right now. Oh yeah. yeah, we had sex twice in the car that night. Yeah. Oh, I bet. I yep. bet you did. Because it's kind of like a hot sitch. Well, and we were just like... This he, is like a movie. Yeah, he was like, you, you have to do this. He was like, Warren, we'll make it work. You have to do this. You have to do this. You have to do this. And I was like, I know. Um, so anyway, the next day I was out for my daughter's birthday with my mom going shopping. And I'm sitting at Red Robin because that's my daughter's favorite place because what parent does that? I'm sorry because they have terrible service. Yeah. But the, yeah. So you have to sit there and like eat your bottomless fries and just shut up, right? Battleground, so, better location, you said, for service. Yes. You were correct. Yes, yeah. they are better. Yeah. So anyway, we're sitting there and I am holding up one of their giant menus so that my daughter can't see me with tears in my eyes telling my mom, like, what am I going to do? I'm madly in love with this person. I don't want to be with Ken. I need to figure this out. And right then Ken texts me. So I saw you're talking to Chris again. And I know we don't, we don't talk about kids here, but the only thing I have to ask was, is like, did they see y'all unhappy or were y'all really good at hiding it? Um, we were good at hiding it. Okay. Really good. Um, that's all I wanted. Because we didn't interact. Yeah. So they okay. didn't see, quote, fighting. But that's not necessarily a no, good example. No, it's not. When they get kids. older, they realize that. But as children, they're like, well, as you don't children, fight. children. But you as don't teens, fight. they'd be like, bullshit. Yeah. They'd call you out on that. So I think that when people complain about that or like say they don't want to do it, I'm like, what example are you setting? Oh, it's horrible. Horrible yeah. to set. And now they do see a complete difference and they yeah. they verbalize that now really that's um, interesting that's cool so yeah so i went home that day and i said all right you know what you're right i was talking to chris i can't do this and i said i'm really sorry how did he react his response was i really thought we could make it through high school make it through high school i don't the get kids. it oh so oh, okay. Was, so you wanted me to white knuckle it, sir? Yes. You wanted me to for give, ten more years. Give my time, because for what? For paper? For it to look good on paper? I guess. And it's like I relate to you in the thing, and I said it in my last episode that I don't want to be mediocre. I have this like this thing in my head where I don't have to be mediocre, and it can go for everything. Like it's all obtainable. Like I can crush on realistic goals if I, you know, visualized that enough. Um, and maybe some people would disagree. 
but that uh, I wouldn't want to stay in a marriage that just, it was the static, like the frequency thing, like you said, where he could just be happy there. I don't personally understand, and so many people do it, like so many people are in marriages where they are just like existing, like existing and separate bedrooms or not having sex or have no intimacy and I just I know there's like hard times and there's seasons because I've gone through that in my marriage but I can't imagine not wanting to pursue it or water it like that's and yeah there's seasons but there's not for me it was years and it was (sighs) it was so difficult and you're right there are so many people that live like this to the point now where if like like, for instance, some guy was, like, calling me a lot for, like, a work thing. And Chris was, like, why is he calling you all the time? And I was, like, oh, this my gosh. Now? Yes. And I was, okay. like, oh, my gosh. And calm down. He's married. And he's, like, yeah, that's what I'm worried about. Okay. So that is something. So that's what I want to ask you. So let's this because we – okay. Are we running With out you, of time? No, not at all. Not at all. It doesn't have to be a time. Uh, you – so you're together. You're in love. Like, we see where the story is going. We know you're going to be together. So now you, they're in this relationship. Y'all are engaged currently. Yes. When did you get engaged? We got engaged on our two-year affair anniversary. Two-year affair anniversary. November 28th. And, <laughs> and we're and, getting and married on November 28th. did you leave your husband during the pandemic or right before? Right before. And I was like, oh, thank God, because I would have murdered God. him. Oh, my like, God. I would have double homicide in, in where we live. No, I would have <laughs> murdered him just to go to jail to be alone. Yeah, like away from him. I would have been like three hots in a cot. I'm in. Like I'm I in and him cop and me and fuck me actually yeah, because I I'm am. a little frustrated. Yep, I'm cool with that. I think how quickly after you you left Ken, y'all, you and Chris were like, we're fucking doing this. How quickly did y'all move in together? Qu- quickly, correctly. Quickly, quickly, correct. Quickly, quickly, correctly. <laughs> quickly, yes. Correctly. So we moved in really quick. It was like March and it was after the pandemic hit because it mm-hmm. affected my business. And you're basically like move. You have to be with the people you love. Like there's no option. Like people with you love or nobody. Yes. So. <laughs> but I didn't want to freak my kids out. And my mom was like, here, this is what I think you should do. Again, I apparently just obsessed with my mother. I and know. I can't like. My heart streams. I know. I love you. Yeah. But I... She always jokes. She's like, Lauren, you don't have to do everything I say. And I'm like, yes, I do. But I do. Are you okay with this, mom? So anyway, she was like, Lauren, I think what you should do is tell the kids that, you know, with COVID and everything, like you are, you know, and and you being a single mom. with Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. She said, I want you to move him in as a friend. So I moved him in. Chef's kiss. Chef's kiss to Lauren's mom. I moved him in as a friend. He had his own room. He had his own bed. But this is so good, mommy of you, by like, the way. We were completely platonic. Like take notes, ladies, about this. Yeah. yeah. Oh, thank you. Well, protect we're, your children. Yes. Like, good for you. Good mama. I wanted them to get to know him. Um, and then he would bring his boys every other weekend. And so he has two kids he has as well. Two kids. Yeah, so four is four is a lot. So how wait, a side note, gosh, I wish I touched on this earlier, but how did his wife react to all this? Because I know you said he left her earlier, so how, did, did y'all get along? She at first like freaked out and kind of just played the like, what? I can't believe this is happening. Like, even though they'd been like legally separated, hadn't slept in the same room, hadn't had sex in years, hadn't done anything together. Like she missed, like she would just I mean, she, never She's probably be, not fucking dumb. Is she fucking dumb? I, she is the same kind of frequency as Ken. So I don't you know, hook them up. 
Oh, we tr- we were going to. But then there's the thing. They're already both engaged. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Both are both engaged. Okay. To what? So she's engaged to some guy that she worked with, which I absolutely call bullshit that she wasn't already fucking this guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but she is from a small town and she wanted her small town life and she, you know, she wanted... She didn't want the stigma of getting divorced, which I don't know why people still do that. You would have thought, so he's kind of a religious person, Chris, and I'm not, right? But so his church, like the messages that they sent him. What denomination is he, if you don't mind me asking? Mm. Do you know? Like, is he non-denominational? I think he's like the one that's like almost Catholic, but not Catholic. What's that? Presbyterian? Presbyterian, I think. Uh, yeah. He said, like, those aren't fun churches. He said it's but like is the he, one. Or is he just like born into it? He was born into it, but okay. he is pretty religious. Like, he can like quote the Bible where I have not touched a Bible. But that sounds almost like educated because I feel like if he's not preachy, super religious, they don't want to yoke themselves. Like, they wouldn't go marry someone not like, like, he sounds like he's very spiritual yes. and well versed in the Bible. He is. He, he just knows a lot. He's kind yeah. of a know it all. But yeah. he. Okay is very like he I don't know he told me it's the one where like they don't believe that the priest can absolve you of your sins anyway I don't really understand yeah I don't believe that shit either yeah I don't know any of that stuff I believe that like I'm a good person and I'd like to end up where the non-murderers are so I um, I mean yeah that would be a whole podcast of what I believe in afterlife it could be but not here yeah so he uh he is so he's getting text messages from everybody in his like little small town saying that like he needs to turn back and he's going to hell and he needs to be saved well I mean that's to be a assumed because y'all both had affairs there is a stigma Mm -hmm. so what kind of backlash did you get he get your friends your family your like how did that affect you so apparently I surround myself with more sinners than he does because everyone was just like oh cool you're happy like I'm happy too okay and just so really not even none of your best friends like I they must have probably saw that you were miserable they all saw he's miserable um my closest friend was the person that like I confided everything but in. did anybody ever say oh Lauren you need to be single did I need to be single yeah like did any of your friends say oh after your marriage okay maybe this is because I tell this to my friends like because I have friends that are getting divorced I'm like love yourself date yourself find yourself first I mean I would never judge them for like what they do or like I know I would immediately want attention and ass into serial date but did anyone ever say, like, don't be with Chris, be alone? No one did that to you? Ken did. Okay. Ken of course, said, Ken did. Honestly, Ken was like, I don't think this is the guy for you. I think that you will find <laughs> somebody. He, he Honestly, he was like, I think you'll find somebody that will make you happy. I don't think it's him. And I was like, okay, well, you've seen his penis. So I feel yeah. like. Was he jealous about his penis? Did he see any videos of y'all fornicating? No, because okay. most of our relationship was all via text. So it was like, okay. we actually saw each other in that year i think four times okay 
So no. But he was like, you should date somebody else. Everybody else was like, oh my God, you found your match. Like, this is your person. And I told them, I was like, I didn't know that I could feel this way about somebody who wasn't my child. I didn't know that I could love somebody like this. I didn't know that like this person existed for me. Like he makes me feel like who I am supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And honestly, when you're like, you need to love yourself. Girl, I love myself. I loved myself. I don't doubt this. The day I I knew what that was. (laughs) So I have already been there and I really And you know what? Some people say that, but you don't, it doesn't translate. They they say those words and you don't feel that. Mm -hmm. And like, I know that that's your truth and so that i appreciate that because then you're like oh yeah i'm i'm, I'm very confident and you're like well, you're fucking yeah right? like, like you shouldn't you? have to say it in yeah, reality yeah yeah which i mean i guess i just did so so no potato, but potato. no 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 i i think it was you can even you can feel it through your voice but so when now that you and chris are together and engaged i want to know do y'all have those jealousy bouts because the reality is is you met him attached to somebody else he met you married to someone else yeah so do it with you is there ever a thought not now because you're all hot and heavy 10 years from now oh when because every marriage goes through like seasons i I mean i guess i believe that i haven't been married long enough to know everything about marriage at all people are like go fuck yourself but do you ever have those doubts or no you know i think that we definitely are a little, we're more jealous with each other than we've ever been with anybody else because we're I'm like, sure. I'm obsessed with you and I will murder you. Like I told him, I was like, listen, if you cheat on me, like you don't have to worry. I will just cover you in sardine oil and feed you to my cats. Like, well, you're hot for each other. Yes. So yes. right now we're like, the kind of little jealousy things. Um, do you I ever feel insecure about them? Because I do. I'm I'm so fucking insecure of, and I'm definitely exposing myself right now, and I don't think I ever wanted to, and it's coming out right now. But I definitely have an insecurity about feeling like it doesn't matter how much he loves me. It doesn't matter how much a a man a man loves me or a man wants me to be his wife because I've seen so many men. I worked in the hotel industry for a very long time. Be pieces of that shit. loved, that wanted their wife, wanted yeah. to stay their wife, thought she was a hottie McCotty, a good mom, loved that, loved that. But they can have on the side too. And, and it's just like pigs, like total fucking pigs that would go home to their wife. They had no intention of dissolving that marriage. That was meeting everything on the checklist but he needed some ass on the side too i just felt like no matter what i'm not gonna be enough at some point like i carry that that's fucked up yeah no i mean i'm (laughs) I'm sad for you that you do because quite Uh, frankly i don't feel like that and i have always been of the mind like to give me advice why i've always been of the mind that i just want to be with somebody who really wants to be with me and so you don't they, think it runs out? Like, I just feel so cynical that it runs out. Okay, then fine. Then we'll, you know yeah. what I mean? Then, and then I get that, right? Because I expect that. But yeah, like, I, well, I do think you reap what you sow. Uh-huh, and I do think sure. that you manifest what you, you know, you put out negative you put thoughts. put out there. Um, yeah. But I also know in my heart that the person that I know today, as long as he, like, feels about me the way that he does and I truly do think that we have something different I know that sounds so cliche on a thousand levels like I was like well your story was super fucking interesting and 
Yeah. Well, it's funny because I was like, this is what these love songs were about. Yeah. Like we watched The Notebook and we're, and he was like, I've never seen this. And I was like, you got married when this movie came out. What's wrong with you? I haven't seen it. You're a bird. I'm a bird. Like he's getting that tattooed on his arm and I'm like not a tattoo girl, but I'm like, okay, I guess, but just don't put my name on you because that's like the kiss of death. Well, yeah, it's a, it's bad omen. Yeah. But so I don't, I honestly don't. I honestly don't, and I really feel... Does he worry? Does he worry that you will? Because I could see the guy's part more thinking that than you. I could see him being like, oh, shit, like, you know, she, you know, she goes and, like, what if she, uh, she outgrows me? He he does, and he struggles with it, and we go to couples counseling because... Which is amazing. We're pro that all Yeah, the way I'm like, here. let's go and let's talk to somebody about, when like, good this and insecurities. Yes, and it's not... Like, we're not bad. We're great. We're planning our wedding. We're living our lives. We love each other. But I want to make sure that he understands that his weird insecurities from, like, childhood do not need to be put on me. Isn't that crazy I haven't done anything wrong. And I told him, I said, listen, you and I, and we said this to both of our, like, we've said this. I have said this to his ex-wife and to my ex-husband. I am not proud of what I did. I am not an advocate yeah. for affairs. I am not an advocate for You're divorce. Not like, I'm not like bitch, yeah. cheater be cheated on. You're yeah, like, like that. that's no. so fun. This is great. What an experience. Absolutely not. I wish I had a fucking time machine. I could go back in time. I could get him to grow some balls no, and don't. ask me out like a oh, normal okay, human. Okay, 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 okay. No, not You don't regret cheating on Ken. No. Because Ken like I would, it would have happened regardless. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I regret, but I don't regret it too because we have our kids and I love my kids. So you know what I mean? I wish I could like go back in time and then we could have a time machine and then we could date when we were supposed to. Okay. So the last thing I want to ask and go over and talk about, because I think it's important because I think, and I'm so guilty of it. Like for instance, I know this is weird. I was watching Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. They introduced the girls. It's first season. There's Whitney, cutie Whitney. She met her husband when he was married. She was married. They had an affair. The Mormon church freaked out. They're getting married. So I'm like, oh, what a homewrecker. Guess who my favorite fucking cast member on fucking Real Housewives of Salt Lake City? It's Whitney. Like, she's like the sweetest heart. Like, you wouldn't, it's not what you think. Like, just because it sounds like this person stepped out on this person. And so they're a bad person. Like, there's a story behind it. And I feel like a lot of women, women just write women off. They write them off. And you're so confident. And when I met you, you had no hesitation in telling your story. And you're just, very authentic and I appreciate that but how do you have that why do you have that and what advice to other women would you give who are maybe in your shoes like how you were in your marriage yeah so I was a lot I'm sorry I get it no I remember (laughs) reading things about people that they would be like I'm in love with this person but I want to stay for my kids and blah 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 and people would be like you're just this piece of shit like blah 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 like it was just non-stop ragging on people And honestly, what I have found is that you are the person that has to wake up and live your life every day. So all these people that you're worried about and what they care, unless they are waking you up with fucking you, feeding you, bacon in your face and a fucking latte and just saying you're the best person who ever fucking lived, then you can kiss my ass. And quite frankly, Chris and I both sat down and I said, listen, we have two choices here. We can either be the insane people that moved in together 
after, right? Because on paper, it looked like we moved in together after a month, introduced our kids, and then got engaged, right? But you know, I never even thought of it that way until like how you just said it. But I said, so we can be, yeah, I said, so we can be crazy or we can be cheaters. I said, so we have to pick a storyline and go with it. So we're either going to bullshit everybody and just say we're totally fucking nuts and we introduced our kids or we can say, yes, we had an affair. Yes, it's not like something we're proud of, but it worked out and here we are. And so we decided, you know what, we're just going to be honest with people because at first he didn't want to tell his ex-wife. He was just saying, you know, obviously this is done and blah, blah, blah. So I think that. I think your honesty is what makes people shut the fuck up and listen to Exactly. And when you own it and you're just like, hey, I remember thinking, am I like, I would go out to lunch or dinner with people because they'd be like, you and Ken are splitting up? We have to go have lunch because everybody wants the story, right? And And when you're coy, everyone really is like, oh, it's, ooh, it's, ooh. And so when you just, "Mm," it's like, how, okay, there it is. There it is. And so I said to Chris, I said, you know what? I was going to do this whole like pick and choose who I was going to tell the truth to. And then the other people I was just going to say, like, it just didn't work out yeah and I finally decided after a first couple of people that I had told the truth to I was like you know what like I'm just gonna tell the truth and if those people don't want to be a part of my life and my story then that's okay that's their choice but I am not going to like keep track of the lies I'm done with that like I'm done with keeping track of the lies this is our truth this is our truth here on out we're owning it and I shit you not, like, I almost had his ex-wife thanking me. She's so freaking happy now. She's like, I didn't realize how unhappy I, I was. I believe everything works out as it should. And my ex-husband yeah. is so freaking happy. I've never seen him happier. I love his fiance. She's wonderful to our kids. Like, really? Because when you told your story, I was like, is he maybe gay? But no, he's not. No, maybe he's not. Gay. I mean, yeah. not out. So, <laughs> no, and he is so... So happy, and he and you like her. See, I love You're her. You're so mature. I feel like, like I'd be the girl us- that no matter what, how happy I was, I'd be like, I wish you nothing. No, and that's the thing is that's when you d- you know you're not over it, and I was yeah. very over it. Okay, there was okay, no there love lost. We're sitting at our kids' soccer game, the four of us, and my kids like, "There's my mom, and there's my dad, and that's my dad's fiance, and that's my mom's fiance, and blah blah blah." That's so. Crazy and I just to looked me. at Ken and I said, "Can you believe that we're here a year later? That we're all wow. sitting here together? Can you believe it?" And he goes. No. And he goes, and and we were texting later and I said, I just want you to know that truthfully, I really always wanted you to be happy. And I'm so glad that you're happy. And he said, you know what, Lauren? Yeah. I'm happy that you're happy too. It makes life a lot easier. So what is your relationship with him today? We're great co-parents. We awesome. share the kids. We, hey, I have a meeting. Can you pick them up? Oh, I have an appointment. Can you do this? Can you go to soccer? I'll meet you there at the uniform. We're very, very easygoing. Okay. I'm like actually helping, like I'm trying to get them to move closer to me um, because I want it just to be easier. How is he with Chris? They're fine. They're very like, hey, how's it going? Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, like I, I, was I never wanted to give any props to Ken. Okay. But a little, a little props for like that. That's uncomfortable. And props to Chris. But like uh, that's uncomfortable. Like it your was. wife was like, "You are. I want that dick instead." Sorry. So I mean, you know, it's a. Ugh. No, it was super weird at first. But yeah. honest to God, when he met his now fiance, I really feel like it dawned on him that he wasn't happy with me. And as much as I was like, I'm super amazing. You should be happy with me. Why aren't you happy with me? That wasn't making him happy. Yeah. And so he, and he's so happy now and they do all like this fun stuff together and they have the same, like she's his age. They have the same boring interests. And yeah. I, uh, when, when you're the woman, I just stuttered 
who's in the marriage in the beginning when you were like, I cried and begged him, like, love me this way, like all these things. For the girl that's feeling that, for the girl that's when they went, like, you can't imagine then later moving on, like your fantasy may be like, oh, I hope maybe I'll find a man who will show me the love and speak my love language and the way I feel loved and have the conversations I want to have. But you can't even ever imagine them being happy with someone else. You would want them to go like, God, I wish I loved her like that guy. Or does that just mean like those women are still attached to their husbands? Like you don't ever feel like you wish Ken saw you the way Chris does? No. No, I don't. And I honestly, I honestly am, I'm happy for him. I think that things happen for a reason. I, you know, and in certain respects, obviously. Um, but because I don't understand because I'm not in your shoes. Yeah. There was no love lost. It was really weird, but it was just like, Hey, we've had our kids. Like we've had a really rough go. I feel like I give it the good old college try. I tried a thousand times and I said to my friend, like, cool. I'm so glad I totally fucked my kids up because I got divorced. Like, twice from their father in Uh, their minds right like legally we didn't get divorced the second time but like in their minds we were married your kids that like mom knew she didn't have to settle or be mediocre she got it you kill it at work like you didn't settle in love like you're clearly a good mother like and you prioritize your children and their feelings and everything so i think that's what you'll show them as a really strong woman no oh, thank you yeah. and that's what she's like you know lauren you will they will always know that you tried yeah like for fucking you sure. tried. and i was like listen i if am anything nothing. they might resent their father i'm a little persistent like i don't like not yeah. getting my way and quite frankly it took me years to wrap my head around the fact that he didn't love me the way that i wanted him to and he couldn't and so that's why there's no love lost. Like there's yeah. nothing like there's wow. nothing that I could have done to be the person that he needed. There's nothing he could have done to be the person I needed. Was there a, ever a, an epiphany? Like I know I'm being like repetitive, but was there an epiphany in your head of like, you know what? He is not going to ever love me the way that I want to be loved. Yes. After we moved houses, moved states Moved jobs. And this was after the divorce? After the divorce. Okay, okay. I worked. He didn't work. Like, so I was like, oh, you don't like your job. Well, I'll just work and we'll move here and it will be totally new. And then you'll be happy, right? No. Then And so, oh, let's get a puppy, which I am so freaking proud of myself for not having another child to like try to fix this marriage. Like, thank thank you. Oh, my God. I don't even like kids. Like, I am done. I I can't even get pregnant. I'm like, Mm, I barely like my own. So... I was like, I'm so, (laughs) no, I adore them. But I was like, I'm like, I don't, like, we got a puppy, we moved, we moved again, we did this, we did that, we did everything to try to, like, move it around and see if that would work, and it just didn't. And I really felt like this just isn't going to work. And I think that's when we moved for the last time, and I was like, well, here we are. Like, and and really my plan was I was just going to go do whatever I wanted. Did you have a plan? Yeah. My plan was just, just to do whatever the fuck you wanted. Do whatever the fuck I wanted. Go out, have sex with people, like have hookups, do whatever okay, I wanted, yeah, go out with my friends, a- have a great time, and why raise my children. Did you make that choice? And why did you not make the choice? Because, like, honestly, I'm asking you this question because I think a lot of women might feel like this out there. Why did you choose to do that instead of go, I'm going to leave them again? Because it's scary. Yeah, thank you. Because you need your safety Women need to hear that because 
women are afraid to fucking say that and it's scary there's nothing to that it's fucking real life you need your safety net but i also and i know this feels and like kids fucking, yes it's like, kids fucking kids but i will say and i i know that i went from one relationship to another so i'm definitely like like I a had, jump ship that's how yeah. i went to Derek. a yeah. jump ship and i felt so much guilt about that i had a safety net but i will tell you right now that knowing what i know i would rather be alone than be with ken yeah like that because that wasn't your person that wasn't my person and it's really exhausting to try to mold yourself into something that you're not and then be resentful that somebody doesn't like and appreciate you and and it sucks to meet people and go like i used to get drunk and be like marriage is like the last legal form of slavery like who the fuck would get married like i fucking hate marriage why would you get married you're probably like i'm never gonna get married again. oh the first night chris and i met the first words like we will never i would never get married again why would i ever get married again and like here you were bitter and cynical about marriage yeah and now i'm like i cannot fucking wait to be his wife I like am yeah, jumping up I'm and so down to change you. my last name yet again. And I and his last name was way cuter than mine. And isn't it funny though? I think this has a lot to do with now I'm getting she's getting weird. I've had wine, I've been drinking wine. Law of attraction in the sense of the resist there was no more resistance. It was all flowing and you didn't even go into any relationship being like marriage i gotta go lock another one down like it was oh hell no you had you had let go in a sense and given the reins to the universe's vibes and that's when you are in the receptive mode to receive what was meant for you absolutely and and honestly chris and i always talk about like i don't quote unquote need to be married i mean i like diamonds and stuff i mean your diamond she just upgraded ladies and gentlemen they aren't even married and he's upgraded her ring yeah you okay. know you found the one when he's like babe i think you your found- diamond's too small and i was like what so, now they aren't even married how long have you been engaged since everything happened november 28th okay so but i i'm bad at math so i need you to tell me how long you've been engaged mm, it's like may <laughs> now December, like January, six February, months March, april may so six months and you already have when did you get the new rock a couple days ago jeez it's beautiful Thank it's you. beautiful and i'm i'm not saying it's so chipper because it's bigger than mine so <laughs> that's why the like my voice sounds like that <laughs> But no, it's beautiful. I'm happy for you. Thank you. I'm- and thank you for being so bold. And are, you're like, this isn't bold, bitch. I'm just sharing it. But for to me, and I know so many women, and I, I guess I just grew up around women who were like, it was all about keeping up with the Joneses. Like, Hide image, your dirty laundry. Image. Image. And it's just refreshing to see a success story. And something beautiful come from something that people like normally don't associate like that. Absolutely. And I think that we should break the stigma of like writing people off or relationships off or having prejudgments because some people like, oh, I'm not, I wouldn't be their friend because I heard that she did that. It's like, that's so fucking stupid. Well, like like you with your stupid. Salt Lake housewife, you exactly. wanted to write her that off was... yet the first time you met me. But how dumb am I? You were like, oh my gosh, I love I Lauren. She's love so you. fun. But and when you told me your story, but the thing is, is because you were so upfront about it, it was like, no, so on Salt Lake City, she never said it. Everyone just knew. You welcome your story and you're just like, then there's no question. 
then there's no like you're not shady you're like oh you're she's like you were just authentic so thank you lauren so much for coming on and telling your story and making my podcast better this was like no offense to mary i love mary so fucking much she was in the room the whole time listening to us she stepped out and here now i'm gonna tell her because she would kick my ass if she was in the room when i said this she will hear this this was the best interview i've ever fucking done so mary's gonna have to come redeem herself thank you lauren for sharing your story thanks for having me all right y'all that was so much fun i'm so glad lauren came on was able to share her story I learned a lot from the story. I thought that was really fucking awesome story. And I'm happy for her. I'm happy for her and Chris today. I'm happy they're all coexisting with their previous spouses. And I hope to anyone that is going through maybe a similar situation, maybe the outcome is you're like, "Mm, that's not my story. Because you don't hear stories with the happy ending always in these situations. And also, I'm not saying, oh, hey, this is, if, if you're listening, this is your sign to go fucking cheat on him. Love you. Bye. That's it. That's the end of the show. No. Uh, I think that it's more about hearing people's stories. I think it's about not judging people based on, on paper, how their story, their love came to be. And we do that a lot. Like a lot when we're on the internet, we see people and we, oh, they just got with that person. Oh my gosh, they just got divorced. All these things. And really it's none of your damn business. And it's really interesting to actually hear the story and then come to a conclusion. I think that's fair. I think we all deserve to have our stories heard and told if we want to tell them. So I'm thankful she came on and shared and I will see you little horny people on Monday. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.